We are in the third Sunday of Lent and we're also going through the series, the Lenten series, which is Roll Away the Stone. And the theme for this Sunday is breaking down the status quo or going beyond the status quo, which fits into the larger theme, which is rolling the stone away. And what do we really mean by rolling the stone away? It's being removing things in order to imitate Jesus and go forth like he did and reach out to people who are downtrodden and people who are rejected by society. And something very important is to understand that that was the foundation of Jesus' mission, which was simply trying to give people an experience that God's love, God's mercy, God's grace is for anyone who wishes to accept it. And everything that Jesus did, his entire mission was focused on this. And therefore, breaking down barriers, breaking down caste structures, etc., or class structures in society wasn't because he was a radical person. It was simply to say nothing can stop God from reaching out to people. And that's what we're trying to understand during this Lenten series of these homilies. But today's gospel is one of the very intense gospel passages that we ever have in the readings because there's a lot of depth. And one thing we have to understand about the gospel of John is there's a lot of symbolism. He wasn't just writing for face value. He expected the reader to go beyond, go below and see what was really happening, what was really being said. And that is the core of the Gospel of John. We cannot just read it at a surface level because we will never really pick up what he's trying to say. There is depth and the depth comes from the symbolism. And another thing that we find very strong in the Gospel of John is when people interact with Jesus, there is a transformation. And that transformation allows them to experience God within and they are able to share that with others. You see that in today's gospel, the woman or the Samaritan woman. We see that with Lazarus' sisters, Martha and Mary, and we see it with different people that he interacts with. Every interaction with Jesus brings about a transformation. And that's what we're trying to understand in the context of Lent is how can we also experience this transformation through our interaction with God and with Jesus especially. So let's try to break down this passage. It's too intense to really go into the depths of it. So I will just try to be brief in the explanation of it. You have Jesus meeting the woman. He asks for water. There's a certain resistance, you know. You're a Jew, I'm a Samaritan. How can you ask me for water? Then the conversation goes deeper where he talks about living water. And then finally after that they go to the thing of husbands, the topic of husbands. And finally, he talks about who he is and worshipping on the mountain, worshipping in Jerusalem, etc. All that will be aside because there is something greater happening and Jesus is present among her, with her and among the people over there. So there's a lot of a connection happening over there and we see her being transformed. So let us try to break this down a little further. When they first start to talk, as I mentioned, there's a lot of symbolism. So in order to understand the meaning, we have to understand the key concepts of the gospel. There is water, there is the well, there is husbands, there is the mountain, there is the temple. And all this has a lot to, even sowing and reaping, are all very important concepts in the Gospel of John. So first is water. Now when Jesus is interacting with her, he's talking about, he's thirsty. It's a physical thirst. But when he goes below and talks about living water, he's moving beyond the physical to something very spiritual. In other words, it's the spiritual water that he's giving her which will not thirst again. 
she will not thirst again and she, he means it for anybody who chooses to accept that water. And then we have it also with the question of husbands. Now with the question of husbands is, it's not so much the physical husbands that we would normally talk about in society, it's something more with regard to connection. Because as we said, it's an interaction, it has to do with connections, and it was very sim symbolic of the people or things that we can continuously be clinging to or trying to relate with to give us a sense of fulfillment. But we really don't get that. And that's what Jesus is saying, if you really looked into yourself and you accepted me, you will never thirst again. It's not that she will not feel physical thirst. It means the things that you are searching for or trying to get fulfillment from which is not helping you, you will drop all that aside because you will find something much deeper within you. And that's what he says when he talks about the well. And that's where the symbolism of the well really is. It talks about going within ourselves. But before that, is the husband theme that comes across also talks about brokenness. It talks about the brokenness that we can experience in life that makes us want to cling to things, relate with things that are not really always helping us. So then you have the well, and we have Jesus going into the well, which means going to the depths of our being, because it is there that we will find God. It is there that we can have that, sim uh, or you would say, water, which is the living water of Christ. And when we talk about water, we talk about life. We talk about nourishment. So it is when we relate with God, we relate with Jesus, we are nourished. We will experience life. And the well is deep, as she says, you don't even have a bucket, which means to go into the depths of our being requires a bit of an effort. It's not easy, but that's where we will find God because God is already with us. And that's why he says there's no don't worry about the temple, don't worry about the mountain, because God is not so much external, God is internal. If you see me, if you experience me, that is where you'll experience life. And I think that's what we were called to really reflect on during the season of Lent, which is to find ways in which we can connect with God. Because you also see her being transformed. She now becomes what we call a witness to that transformation. She's going back to her village and she is bringing people which technically is not allowed. Because if Jews and Samaritans are not supposed to interact with each other, she is bringing an entire village of Samaritans to interact with a Jew, which again is breaking down the, the boundaries because of that experience of Jesus in her life. And that's what we're called to see, because when we talk about breaking down barriers, we talk about breaking down the status quo, all that happens when we are able to experience Christ because the automatic transformation leads us to want to share this with others. We want to be witnesses, we cannot keep it to ourselves, we want to share it with others. And when that desire to share it with others is so strong, it breaks down barriers. Because who's standing in front of us doesn't matter, it is who I want to share this experience of Christ with. And I think that's what we're called to reflect on during the season of Lent, is how do we use the season of Lent to connect with God? How do I use the season of Lent to go into the well of my being and be able to experience the living water, which is Jesus, and through that experience, experience life. And that's the grace we can pray for during this Mass, the grace to find ways to use the season of Lent, which is definitely a gift given to us by the Church, to connect with Jesus, so that we can allow ourselves to experience this living water, we can allow ourselves to be transformed, and therefore by using this transformation, we can use it to become witnesses 
to people in our lives through who we are and what we do. Amen.